0: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Facebook at
1: ESPN Chicago.
0: This is ESPN One Thousand.
1: Zero percent. I'm not thinking of that. I'm not letting that bother me. Uh, if that happens, it will happen. Uh, I won't be mad. I uh, always be thankful with the Chicago Cubs
0: and uh, the city of Chicago. If something like that happens, if it doesn't happen, I will be more uh, uh,
1: than happy to, to stay here with my team. That is Wilson Contreras, as heard on the Waddle & Sylvie show this past week on ESPN 1000. You know, I like Wilson a lot. My favorite player on the Cubs, being a White Sox fan, I would love to have him on the South side. It would be sad to see that piece go, but I wouldn't be surprised, Brian.
0: No, I would think, you're, you know, again, Jed doesn't even entertain the question when he's asked. And Wilson Contreras saying all the right things. Mm-hmm. now, no. When you know the words are nice, and I love Wilson Contreras, and I think we've learned a lot more about him this year when he's come out of the shadows of Rizzo and Bryant and Baez. And those were big shadows, no doubt, right? And and he's having a, an All Star season, obviously, and he's become a more vocal leader, and it's all terrific. There's a lot to love about uh, Wilson Contreras, and he says the right things. Now, is he willing? And I wouldn't advocate this because it's time to get paid, right? Um, Unlike Rizzo and Bryant and Baez, and and Baez will tell you how close he thought they were to an extension, which didn't get done. Mm. um, Is he willing to take the old cliche hometown discount and tell, you know, tell his representatives, whatever it takes, I want to stay here. So as long as it's not the old Andre Dawson blank check and and Dallas Green fills in half a million dollars, um, you know, with something insulting and, and Hawk still took it because he wanted to be here that badly. Um, That's the only way I see this thing where Wilson Contreras is still sticking around after August 2nd. If he he signals in not only words, but actual in negotiations that he's willing to play ball with the Cubs and take less than market deal because he wants to be here.
1: I don't think he does. I don't think he'll do that. I don't either. Yeah. And I, I, mean, I look, I get why I get why fans would love for him to do that. It's always great to have a player want to be under teams team so bad that they would take that discount. But I think Wilson got a taste, you know, and he wants that again. And, and that's not going to happen on the north side anytime soon. No, I think it
0: would be an upset that that they come to a deal um before August 2nd. And, if, and I think he's as good as gone. So unless Chet Hoyer doesn't get I mean if you're not re-signing him you're going to have to take your best offer whatever that looks like, right?
1: right? Mhm. And what in right, who who around the league needs a catcher right now? I I would make a play on the South side. I'm obviously not happy. I uh, Zavala I I think is a great backup catcher. Um I don't have a problem with McGuire. I do have a problem with Yasmani being the highest paid player on the White Sox and underachieving since he's been here, comparatively speaking, to the rest of his career. And it would be like Rick Hahn to make a deal that was not really expected, but would we have the pieces to make that deal, and, and would that be something that Hahn's interested in? We've got bigger problems, I guess is what I'm saying on the South side.
0: Well, you know, first of all, the Cubs don't have any interest in Grandal, so you, the White Sox are going to carry three catchers. I mean, that's we're speculating, right? When Zavala, uh, when uh, Grandal comes
1: off, and uh, then there's Richard. that, right, right, because right. you can't you can't uh, put Zavala back down because no. so, he'll get uh, snapped up, right? Is he? Well, un- my guess, my yeah. guess is he would be if, if
0: the Cubs and Sox made a trade. I, my guess is he, he would he have he to had- be included. He would have to be included, yeah. and
1: then and then some. You uh, to me, you would need a pitching prospect or two. Oh yeah, certainly, certainly, yeah, certainly. But yes, we we are stuck with Grandal, and uh, I'm not sure we have plenty. Comes... We have plenty of first base DH options, so it's not like he would just be a DH guy. I just like Wilson, and selfishly, I would like to have sure. him on the south side. No, I, I mean it'd be a huge upgrade, right. and, and you know, as much as I liked, uh, I've been you know
0: watching Saval, and I really like his his compete and everything that goes along with it, but he's not Wilson Contreras and Grandal is not Wilson Contreras and nope. um, you know I don't know if the Cubs have any interest in Reese McGuire. I mean he's a guy and he's, he's he's okay. He's not yeah I mean he he's I'm not saying he's, he's terrible but he's certainly not. He, but if you're getting Wilson Contreras, then I think Cevallos is the guy who yeah. comes back yeah. and yeah. trade. Who plus. else
1: in the league needs a catcher? Is there somebody? Right. Well, uh, no. while well, the Royals they they lost their catcher. Um, uh, Perez, but DH. I mean, the, the Royals are, you yeah, <laughs> know, they're not making a trade for Wilson no, Contreras. No, no,
0: no, but I mean, look, I mean, he can catch and he can DH. Yes, yes. I mean,
1: the, the, the Has he the played offense. first? Has he ever played first base? I can tell Is he a first you. base option?
0: Well, I mean, I don't. I mean, I think he might have played there one game or so. Okay, okay. It, it's, right. it's not
1: anything that's on a regular. Right, know? okay. So be interesting what the Cubs can be able to get from him uh, uh, for him because you're right it's it's all about the best offer and certainly the Cubs their phone is available and uh, Hoyer is is ready to take phone calls to see what can uh, can happen with Wilson it would just be a nice story if he did stay but I I don't think he would take any kind of hometown discount he well, can't do better t- than that
0: he hasn't done, done it to this point so why in the next two weeks would he I mean because it's now getting closer and it 's getting real, and he truly does want to be here and what does that discount i mean is at some point his agent says no we're not you know we 're not giving twenty five percent what what's that discount look like and and are the cubs even interested i mean it's still a lot of money right, right. and it, if they 're not going to win anything for the next three years optimistically then you know what's the, even even with a discount do they have any interest? common
1: sense would say that neither are going to be into making this a permanent situation. Exactly,
0: yeah. exactly. So Wilson can tell you how he feels, and I, I sincerely believe he feels that way, but I think this, this ship has really sailed already. It's just a matter of to which team and, and what you get in return. And see,
1: for me, and again, approaching it from being a White Sox fan, but having appreciation for what's happening on the north side, Rizzo was tough to lose. Uh, the ba- Baez or Bryant didn't bother me much. I think Rizzo made uh, was more of a an emotional loss, and I yeah, think Contreras would be along those lines, too, a little bit.
0: Um, well, yeah, I mean, I don't think he rises to the level of those three. Uh, and Rizzo was the face of the team, and he was the first guy here for the rebuild and you know saw it through, and everyone really thought that, and he thought he was going to be a Cub for the rest of his career. And, you know, he turned down the the reported five years, $75 million. He did. It yeah. left a lot of money on the table. And Chris Bryant, unfortunately, health uh, health became an issue multiple times. And the numbers started going the, the wrong way. And he wasn't, you know, Scott Boris wanted him to get paid as if he was still the rookie of the year and MVP of the World Series, right? And, you know, that was a while back. So, and Javi is, when he's on, he's electric. And, and, and he when people, he's off,
1: he's really off.
0: Right. I mean, he gets people out of their seats and then he's swinging it. Pitches three feet outside the zone.
1: i will clear out of his shoes. Yep. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. I want to play this too. Uh, your guy Ian Happ, who, who you're trying to get uh, a trade done to the south side. I, you know what? We you we can maybe ours. use him. Pollock is, uh, you know, AJ Pollock's bat has gone silent in recent games, and he's being arrested again today. Um, this happened last night with Ian Happ. Look at this at bat he's throwing on right here. I mean, foul balls, anything in. He's really eliminated a lot of swing and miss up top. Uh, right exactly where they're going. I hope it's not on cue.
2: Ooh, that could have been down. Come
1: on. Happ didn't like the call from John Tumpane right there. And Ian Happ's been ejected, and David Ross has ejected the headset. <laughs> that was David Ross talking to them live on the broadcast, <laughs> and you heard you him go. go, "Oh no, no!" And then he I, ripped off the headset. By the time he got out there, Hap was, was ejected, yeah. and and Ross stayed in the game. Uh, you know, obviously, in that situation, you want to get out there and protect your player. Maybe be the one to get thrown out, but you know, he, he couldn't make it happen, and Hap got ejected. But it was frustrating. Doubleheader yesterday, lost to the Mets two extra inning losses again and the Cubs have had 14 of those
0: and so you get credit going against a good team like the Mets but you're 3-11 in extra inning games and Buck Walter said it those are the games good teams win and right now the Cubs are young and they're not very good and do you like in-game interviews um, and there I don't know that he, you know, he was going to stop Hap from getting uh, the heave-ho. But... Yeah, even
1: if he had that it didn't have the headset on, I'm not sure he would have been able to get out there uh, quickly. Because it seemed like it was pretty immediate, yep. mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but uh you know, I'm sure somewhere Fred Hume
0: has gone, this is why I don't like <laughs> in- in-game interviews. There's nothing <laughs> Well, you know what, look,
1: look, the manager if you have him on for a little bit, what I don't like is when I'm when we're talking or we're listening to the outfielder. Oh, it's in well, the we... in the field and he you know, he's he's like, "Oh, you know, he's got to go catch a ball or whatever. That's, that's or just a little on, too much.
0: The inning goes on forever, and he's, you know, he's going up to guys. Hey, I'm mic'd up. Like, you know, I need some help here. Give me some, give me some material. You know, it, it's, some of those things just go on and on and on, right? And, and I know and,
1: why they're trying to do it, but I don't. I, there's a line, and that seems to cross it when you're talking to somebody as they're playing the field. It's a little well, weird.
0: After the break, let's talk about um, another part of broadcasting, the Futures game was played last night and it was a rumor to to a lot of people because it was on a streaming service. So your up and coming Major League Baseball stars um basically were on the pay no mind list because one you know most people were watching their actual Major League Baseball teams mm-hmm. and it wasn't available on an ESPN or one of the five ESPNs or whatever. It was on a streaming service and people are you know scratching their head, why can't MLB ever get this right between the blackouts and and you know uh, the boundaries of, of local rights holders and everything else it, it gets awful tough to, to
1: watch what you want to watch absolutely we'll uh, we'll do that when we come back it's uh, Hanley and Xander here on ESPN 1000 we'll be right back to talk about that and take your phone calls 312-332-3776
0: follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago this is ESPN 1000
1: Watch us today and every day on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. This is your home for the Chicago White Sox pregame with Tyler he starts at 1230. First pitch against the Twins game Four. got to win this one. Take three or four is 110 Dylan Cease on the mound. And uh, for them, Chris Archer, who has a losing record. Dylan, of course, should have been an all star, but that's OK. He's pitching today. I'd rather have him pitch for us than to worry about taking part in the All-Star game. Brian Hanley, Mark Zander here. And uh, Brian, you had a, a great point about the MLB Futures game.
0: Well, we were talking about, you know, different revenue sources and, and streams for teams. And how damning is this? Uh, Dodgers manager, Dave Roberts, was asked if he was able to watch any of the Futures game yesterday. He said, well, in our clubhouse, we don't have the Peacock streaming service. And that's Too where he would have... Yeah. The Dodgers are worth what five billion dollars? Hey, uh, look,
1: they've got to tie it tied up in other things. Yeah. Got to cut somewhere, pal.
0: <laughs> so, uh, you yeah, see, I think Kershaw might have thrown twenty bucks or whatever for the <laughs> month or whatever it costs. But again, it's on a Saturday night when Major League Baseball teams are actually playing right before the All Star break, so they have moved it to make it, uh, you know, to give some content to Peacock. And uh, with the new CBA, too, um, Peacock and Apple, we've talked about this because we've had to sit through some of those games uh, with the Cubs and or Sox, right? And mm-hmm. it's not exactly the quality, at least in my, my world, to, to what we're used to. It's not. Uh, $115 million, uh that the the deal with the Apple and Peacock starts out at for the 30 teams to divvy up. So, you know, no one really saw this. You know, I was watching... The White Sox, I was watching the Cubs' second game, the doubleheader last night, lots of baseball. Um, but Pete, Pete Crow armstrong had, uh, he went one for two with a double and you know he, he I love watching him whenever I can. And Oscar Colas uh, was also one for two yeah. and he had a single. And so, you know, if you wanted to at least check in, you really would have had to jump through some hoops to do so. And I don't know that anyone, a lot of people weren't even aware. I mean, it was really a rumor that you might have read about it after the fact that you didn't right. even know
1: it. Well, right? see, that's the thing, right? You see a highlight. So, well, I didn't know that was on. So, a couple different questions. First of all, could there have been a scheduling adjustment that they could have made had they been somewhere where people would readily find them? You know, well, they, find this I mean, game. It used to be on the Monday of the All-Star break, right? See, was- and this is, what, this is what I'm saying. It would make a little sense before that, uh, you know, as it did before. To have it on that Monday to be able to do that and then get the word out even if it's on a streaming th- you know platform, get the word out, get the well, word guess, out my guess is peacock has a Monday
0: slate of things they already want to show, and they didn't want to accommodate that and by the way, they took the nine inning game and, and treated it you know, slashed it to seven innings so the the young stars didn't even get a chance uh to you could have seen more of them or more. You know, more opportunity. Well, I think
1: MLB dropped the ball to allow them to edit the game and to to take the game without promoting it or, you know, giving it its due and, and scheduling it in a spot that is not competing with their own product. Right. Well, I think they acquiesced to Peacock. Peacock yeah. So yeah. We, we, absolutely. We'll,
0: we'll pay it as part of our package. And We're just gonna-
1: do whatever with it. Really?
0: Yeah. Is that what we want to do? Well, that's what that's, that's what happened. You know, that's what happened. And And so. You know, again, it, if you're trying to get baseball, I think as the the on average the oldest fan base, if you're trying to get you know guys like Jay Cantu's generation to to be interested, sure, do,
1: you, you could do it via streaming, but make it make it to where people actually know about it. Do right. the advertising and uh, try to stay away from competing with the other MLB products. Now, I will say this, that I'm sure it's on YouTube, right? So you can probably watch it now, even though yeah, I I personally cannot watch. It's it's uh, probably on Peacock. It's, I mean, it's it's on, right, right. But, okay, let's say you don't have Peacock. You just want to stare around that. No, but, I mean, I don't think Peacock would allow it to be on YouTube. I think you would have to. Mm, There's a lot of times stuff is on YouTube that it shouldn't be. You know, Jake, you should look that up. Vimeo, maybe
2: too. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm just saying that Peacock now has content live or not. It's now in their vault, and you can go on demand and pay for the Peacock service. And on on demand would be the future's game, right? So, right,
1: right. Even though it's already happened, and for me personally, I have a hard time watching a game that's already taking place. That's me. I'm with you. I'm well,
2: I, oh. I will even say for my—if I can speak for my generation, you are. I, well, you, you speak for I, everybody I to, in your generation. I went to see because I wanted to see Young Buck, Jack Leider yesterday. He was pitching in the Futures Game, and then I saw it was on Peacock, and I was like, you know what? Let's just stick to YouTube today. You know, let's just find a little cooking show I can find and fall mm-hmm. asleep to. See, I do not want go. to watch the Futures Game on Peacock. Was, and if
0: you if you don't have Peacock, you would have had to sign up for it and pay for it, right? Exactly, mm-hmm.
2: and it, it's it's more of a hassle to do that than than anything else. Like, yeah, I, I would have loved to just turn it on on NBC or whatever, but you know, it just didn't happen like that.
1: You know, it's funny how when they're when they're trying to get a younger demo and they think streaming is it. Listen, listen, Jake, right there would have been easy if he just turned on the TV and watched it as easy as you can watch an MLB game. And why isn't it on the MLB Network? Well, because they sold the rights to Peacock right. and let Peacock do whatever they wanted to do with it, which is—I I, think—it's harming MLB. But the money's in the bank. Yeah. Right? Well, the that's what they care million, about. 15
0: million. Yeah. that, that you know—to hear here, here's a bigger piece of the financial pie for all the teams. So you gave uh, you gave away some some control of your futures game or a lot of it
1: because 115 million between Apple and Peacock goes into the vault. Now we know their price. three one two three three two three seven seven six. Did you see the futures game? Did you know it was on? Was it something that was accessible, not a problem to you? You knew about it and you watched it. Or Did you have a problem with it competing versus, uh, you know, the Cubs or the White Sox or whatever else you are watching as far as baseball goes? If you want to jump in, we'll take your call, 312-332-3776. I agree it should be a little more accessible, especially when you are trying to get the fan base, you're trying to grow the fan base, and just putting on a streaming service does not automatically, uh, you know, fulfill that objective.
2: I will say, too, if you wanted to stream it, you should have put it on Twitter. I mean, they've done different events You're like that, right especially for the NFL. I mean, most of the highlights, you we mentioned bringing up watching on YouTube or whatever. I mean, I only saw the highlights through Twitter, you know, the 30-second clip. So they too, should have just right. streamed it through there. Absolutely. Well, but, and but you Twitter, know that they
1: would have promoted but, the crap out of it
0: on Twitter, too. Twitter's not paying MLB. I mean, that's the point. Twi- MLB said, right. wants to monetize this, yes. right? And, and And Twitter's not... Twitter's not writing a check to MLB. So that's the point. It's like right now, is it short? Yeah, well, Twitter's for,
1: busy trying to sue Elon Musk. Well,
0: I mean, why wouldn't you? The guy said, I'll buy the for $54 a share and then, then i never mind. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are laws against that. that. Uh, but, but my whole point is that MLB is trying to monetize everything to the detriment of, of a younger generation. Watching its product and and embracing and also yes. giving its youngest stars the biggest stage,
1: right? Yes. No, you're right. They they definitely have a price, and you know I I think it yeah it compromises the product when when you just say okay somebody pick up the rights and we're not going to give you. You know, a, a set of rules to abide by. That that's as if let, let's let's plug in a comparison. Maybe a ridiculous stretch, but we'll try this anyhow. If you have a a McDonald's, that would be like buying a McDonald's franchise and then doing whatever you want, changing the colors and everything like that. And it's You're, not allowed. Yeah, it's, it's not allowed. allowed. That's exactly right. So why wouldn't they have standards? Of which, yes, Peacock, we're we're giving the rights to you. Yes, you are going to pay for it, but you are going to advertise it. To this degree, you are going to make it available to this degree, and you're going to schedule it so it does not compete with any other product that we offer. You, you, well, and
0: probably in the negotiation, the, the Peacock people said, okay, instead of uh, our, our share of the 115000000 million, uh, we'll go up to $90 million. I mean, it's all a negotiation. Sure, right?
1: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Colin in Vegas wants to jump in on this. Hey, Colin, you're on ESPN 1000 with Brian Hanley and Mark Xander. What's up, bud? Gentlemen, good morning to you. Good morning. Um, so I was going to say, I, I totally agree. It, it's it's very unfortunate that Major League Baseball doesn't have common sense. I mean, Rob Manfred is clueless as to <laughs> yes. he, he's out, he's just, he's out of touch. I mean, you're, he's going they go all about promoting the game in all the wrong ways. If they need to start going back to uh, uh, when they used to do advertisements for in the local communities and stuff and youth baseball and getting both boys and girls, you know, the boys and girls clubs. And, you know, but God forbid they do that or even promoting their, you know, Shohei Otani more and, you know, doing all the right things. Like, again, showcasing your young talent, yeah. the future of baseball, getting new fans to join in on the fun, on the, on the, on the, on the game that is baseball. So but, did you watch it, it at is, all? Did you know about it? I didn't know about it until you guys were, until I was just listening to you guys folding laundry here. I didn't know about it at all. <laughs> That's a problem.
0: That's yeah, a problem for AEW yeah, baseball. Yeah.
1: Yes, it is. Colin, thanks for the phone call. Uh, yeah, you know, he mentioned the the problem right there, Manfred. Does anybody have anything good to, about him to say? Um, well, I, I, I'm not, I, I, I can't remember one thing that he's done where I'm like, well, that was good. The reason he became the commissioner
0: was for all the years he was the lead negotiator for Major League Baseball. And he kept he kept labor peace, and then the, uh, the irony is that under his watch as a commissioner, they had the lockout. But for years and years, they 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 didn't suspend the game because of greed, and he was the one who was given not only credit, he was given the uh, elevation to being the commissioner. And then we saw what happened. Before well, the sometimes,
1: sometimes you take one step too many, mm-hmm. and I think you know, Rob Manfred is definitely that case. All right, we're up against a break. You want to do high low when we come back? back? Absolutely. Okay, I, I've got, uh, I've got a different type of high low on my end, and, and we'll talk about when that when we come back. It's ESPN 1000 on a Sunday morning broadcasting from Old National Bank. We're here until 1230. Then we'll pick up the pregame with Tyler Aki starting then in first pitch against the Twins 110 from Minnesota as we try to take game four out of the four-game set. If we do that, we win three of four. We head to the All-Star break needing a rest. And, uh, well, it's not a sweep, but, yeah, it's the next best thing. We'll hope for that. We'll be right back here on ESPN 1000. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.
2: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. Playing a game called High Low. All you have to do is you have to tell me the three most expensive ones. The three most expensive ones. Would you like to hear about them first? All right, Rich, tell us about it. All right, it's not
1: about expense. On this version of High Low on ESPN 1000, Brian Hadley, Mark Zander, we each have three questions we'll ask each other as to whether it's high or low. Brian, you want to go? You want me to go? First? Mark Zander, come on down. All right. Here I am. I'm jumping around. I'm waving my arms <laughs> like a freak. What you got for me? Let's play high-low. I want to be the showcase, Drew. All right. So here's what I have, Brian. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is music-related. Okay. Well, here here's the thing. Pitchfork is going on right now, and this yeah. is uh, this is the festival in the West Loop. And if you look at the lineup, that will make you feel old if you uh, are vintage. Because I, I did, and I do. I, so. I, I it's like what? I don't know. Well, ser- it's what? Like Lollapalooza. I, no, I no, 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 Lala- No, 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 no. Well, don't throw me in that. I mean, I'm I'm good with Lollapalooza. Pitchfork is a step. In a direction where I was like, I have no idea. I'm sure the music is great. If I wandered there after the show, I'm sure I would enjoy myself. But I know none of the bands. Where's the Union Park? Union Union Park. Union Square. Yeah, Yeah, uh, 1500 West Randolph. So that is happening this weekend. And on the way in, this is what uh, uh, precipitated this uh, high-low for me. On the way in, I drove by the old Morton Salt Shed. We know Which about that on North Austin. Yeah. That's exactly Music, right. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. It was a salt shed quite literally. Mm-hmm. Collapsed a few years ago. Remember, it kind of crushed yeah. a few cars. And uh, they rebuilt it. And you it's, know why it,
0: when it rains with pours?
1: A, very good, Brian. You okay. waited all day for that. Mm-hmm. So when they did rebuild it, they repainted it. The Morton girl is on there and everything, but he's, it is the Morton or it's the salt shed is what they're calling it salt shed concert venue and beginning in august they're going to start doing some shows so we're right on the cusp of uh that maybe not too happy about it
0: Uh, just like they're not happy where the casino's going you know the old not in my backyard or front yard of course not of course not
1: but uh regardless you can't stop the music thankfully (laughs) so (laughs) here here's my here's my question okay um here's my set of high low uh first of all lalapaloo's a is coming. Lollapalooza this year starring one Metallica. A lot of other bands on the bill. Metallica, this has got to be... Weren't they just at Wrigley I, a week ago? Uh, I, I believe g- they were. Uh, right? uh,
2: Before Zach Jake's, Brown?
1: Uh, I think they were there on Friday night. Uh, but anyway, I, I don't they, know if it was... Uh, can't get enough Metallica in no, 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 you can't. And um, Lollapalooza, they played Lollapalooza, I don't know, five, six times, it seems like. They've been a part of it for a lot of years, on and off. And here's my question to you. And this is all about uh, what I've done in my career of concert going. The number is two, high low that I've seen the band Metallica in my life.
0: Oh, I would two put occasions,
1: high or low. What do I you was, say, Brian? Is it? Am I too low or am I too high? Oh no, I would put a zero behind that. I
0: think you've seen them in double digits. High. So I mean, you're too low. I'd say you've
1: seen them many more times. Uh, nope. I've Never only seen them him once. Really? I've had so many near misses. Well, how do you concert near misses? Well, con- you know, tickets that I thought I was getting fall through. Oh. Uh, the opportunity just, you know, for one reason or another just you didn't were work busy out. that
0: night or something? Yeah. Well,
1: no, 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 not even that. I mean, I'll, I'll make room for Metallica. It just didn't happen. But I've only seen him once. And when I look back, it's ridiculous so because I had many in- more
2: chances to do that.
1: Are you going to go see him at the Lala uh, on, the- on the weekend? You know what? I'm just not into the whole well, music fest thing. Well, Doja
2: Cat. Are going to go see Doja Cat?
1: Yeah. No. I'll have see, Doja takes- come play in my backyard. Yeah,
0: it, yeah. it takes a lot to get you part of 100,000 or more, right, yeah, and, and right. all that goes along with
1: that. Hey, right, right. Um, I hate to say it, but I've just gotten a little lazy as far as going to big, overcrowded music festivals. Correct. I'm with you. You know, it just happens. just happens after a while. All right. So, Carlos Santana, a few weeks ago, I don't know if you heard about this. But he passed out on stage at Pine Knob Michigan, yeah. outside of Detroit. Pine Knob Music Fest, uh, Fest uh, music shed or whatever you would call it, like an Alpine uh, Valley type venue. I think it's the Pepper Shed. Uh, is it the Pepper no, Shed? that's no. not true. Okay. Salt no. Shed. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. I follow yeah. you. All right, so uh, Pine Knob, very famous place. He was playing right in the middle of a song. He just dropped. Just dropped. Must have been scary as hell to see. But he's okay. And not long before that, he and Earth, Wind & Fire were here down in Tinley Park. I have seen Carlos Santana and his band a few times in my life. The number would be five. Is that high or is that low, Brian Hanley? I'm going to say it's low. I think
0: think you've seen him many more times. I've only seen him once. I saw him at the the Hard Rock in Vegas. I have
1: seen Carlos Santana in various versions of his band at least seven times. There you go. Yes. See? Very entertaining. Did you
0: ever uh, faint uh, in any of those I, seven times?
1: I have not fainted. No. You know, I probably should have, uh, you know, uh, at various concerts with the extreme heat and the ex- extreme beer intake. I well, probably that's what, should have. That's what he
0: said. It was, it was not eating enough food and, and, and I would guess not drinking enough Dehydration. Yeah. I, I, I was lightheaded.
1: At many yeah. a concert. There
0: you go, Luis
1: Robert. Yeah, he,
2: he locked his knees too, and he just passed yeah, out.
1: That that'll happen. That's got to be scary to see that live. Yeah, because he's not a young man anymore. You know, hey, and and you know what? Um, and and thankfully, <laughs> it was not this case. But there have been more than a few people who have died mid-performance on stage. Oh boy, that took yep. a good turn. The yeah. keyboardist, the keyboardist. You remember the band War? Was it good for? it absolutely
0: nothing no, no that's not that's edwin yeah. star no I know.
1: the band war like uh you know they did why can't we be friends yeah there's the song gypsy man great song in the middle of it their keyboard keyboard is pompa d dropped dead of a heart attack during the song they have not played that song live ever since wow died with his boots on yes i mean look if you're gonna if you're a performer yeah, and you're gonna sweet. go yeah, I mean, you get a badge of honor for that. Absolutely. All right. So uh, my last did high low. Did the band low. finish
0: the song or did they
1: wait,
2: you know, they attend to the keyboard.
1: I, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking they might have stopped the song.
2: I'm not sure. <laughs> the crowd finished the song. Yeah. I'm right.
0: not
1: sure. Yeah. It's not like hockey where a broken stick and they stop yeah. play. The guys uh, they don't out not play. Yeah, yes. The guys yeah. spit out 18. No, 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 no. Going. They wait for a, wait for a whistle. Yeah. Got to wait, wait for, for a whistle. whistle. Don't get up. <laughs> so uh, uh, my last one, music involved. It has been a year of uh, people coming back to do concerts. COVID screwed up everything in the year of 2022. A lot of bands back on the road and all of that were getting back to life being a little more normal. Yeah, kind of, sort of. In the past calendar year, Brian, I have seen four notable concerts. Is that number high or is that number low? I think it's too high I, because
0: you're not going to the big venues. So you're going to more intimate, like I, I love you know the uh, Park West in Chicago mm-hmm, theater.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I, I, I know that I want to see a lot, but I've only been to one. I've, yeah, I saw Joe Jackson about a month ago. Um, so I'm going to say that's too high, just because of venue, circumstances, and life, and you got other things going on. But you probably wanted to go to more.
1: Just one. I look back on it, it's like, I've only been to one concert. This has got to be the first year in 30-plus years that I've only seen one. And that was Wolfie Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen's son. He's God. got a band, uh, Mammoth WVH. It was last July. It was this pop-up concert in a very cool venue, Rock House in West Dundee. And uh, Valerie Bertinelli, his famous mom, was there. And I saw that, and I'm glad that I saw that. But I look back at the uh, calendar, and I'm like, that's all I saw. You know, this is odd year. because
0: I saw her on Twitter yesterday. I don't follow her, but it popped up. And <laughs> I she saw said, the
1: tweet, too. I know what you're going to say. She said, I, I'm paraphrasing.
0: It's uh, almost scary how much I like being alone. It's something that effect.
1: Right? Yes, yes. And um, I, perhaps I know a little too much, but she just got divorced from the yeah. person she was married to after she, she divorced Eddie Benjamin. She ben was Hillen. married to Schneider, wasn't she? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. That That's the, yeah, that's the... Uh, that's the reboot of uh, One Day at a Time that never actually happened. And Jake, by the way, she did a cooking show. I don't know if she's still doing it. Yeah, so Valerie Bertinelli, for... Wolfie's mom. There you mom. go. Yeah, Fall yeah. asleep to she it. She burns <laughs> on, uh, onion rings. All right, so uh, we we've got uh, we've got that high low, and we're actually up against break. That went a little okay, longer. We can many, do me, your version. How
0: many how many concerts do you have scheduled uh, in the next few months? Do you have anything? You, got, you holding tickets? for you, anything? you know,
1: I don't, and I know you do. I, I don't, and I slept on something I should not have slept on. I know more than a few people here. I know uh, Abdallah. And jr went to see rage and oh, yeah. i should have i fell asleep on that i could have seen them at alpine that's a closer option for me than united center these days and i just i just slept through it i don't know what i was thinking
0: well i mean I'm, i've got i've never seen the doobie brothers but they're on their 50th anniversary tour i'm gonna go see them scarlet theater and crowded house also at chicago theater well i've seen multiple times before so and are the finn brothers still there just one of them. Tim. Tim is the only one, which is the more important one, right? I think so. Uh, Neil. But no, it's Neil. It's Neil. No, Neil's, Neil's the, more. the more. Yeah, Tim yeah, is. Neil, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Neil's and I think Neil's son or sons are in the band now too. Um, so whatever rift is there, but, but Neil's the more important one. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, yeah, you, you got me on that. I've I've got to look at the calendar and see what I should catch. But I, I've had some opportunities, but there are some bands that um, you know if I've seen them already and they have. You know, uh, a couple of few less original members. I won't go see them because I, I know, feel like it, I've already seen the best of them. Why would I do that?
0: Well, that's and the th- thankfully for the Doobie Brothers, Michael McDonald is touring with them. So I, I've never seen them. I when I was a teenager, I wore their albums out. Um So I'm looking What a fool to that. believes. Yeah. You know, Jesus is all right with me, Mark. I don't know about you. Yeah, He's all right.
1: Like, yeah. You know, he's yeah. all right. All right.
0: all right, we'll do uh, we'll do my high low. Uh, they're mo- they're they're all sports questions. Okay, uh, well, let's get that side. done.
1: Yeah, on yeah. the other side of this break, it's ESPN One Thousand with Hanley and Xander. We'll be right back.
0: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN
1: One Thousand. Back to it, high low, ESPN One Thousand. Brian Hanley, Mark Sander, before we get into your round, Brian, I should say that uh, Tadaraki texted Jake and said it was Motley Crue, not Metallica. And now every Metallica fan is pissed at you for confusing Metallica with Motley Crue. Well, I confuse easily
0: these days. Well,
1: no, we know that. And and that'll be your saving grace. But still, to compare Motley Crue to Metallica. Metallica fans are none too happy.
0: Well, and, and I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> if, if either one was playing in my basement, I'd shut the door and go upstairs. But that's just me. <laughs> oh my God! Well, it's just you know with different. Hashtag types crabby music. Fred. Well, I'm sorry. Th- I mean, I, 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 you know, we have different tastes. No, of music. I know, I know, yeah. I
1: know. Motley Crue is uh, was uh, he? They're on their big stadium tour with Def Leppard. Poison, and Joan Jett, the Blackhearts, which was at Wrigley. This was the tour, interesting enough, that Motley Crue did this big, we're retiring, bye-bye, yeah. Big New Year's Eve show. This was a few years ago, and they said we would never come back over our dead bodies. Blah blah money, blah. Sold, uh, sold talks. all the yeah. yes, sold all the merchandise, saying this is, this is the final tour. And then uh, you know, year before COVID popped, they said, nah, we're kidding, we're coming back," and yeah. really ticked off some people because you know people were hey, buying merch and, sure. and doing all this stuff. And hey, then the, COVID... the legals Eagles, the Eagles have done that about twelve times. I mean, you know, shareholders. Yes, the record. yes, yeah. It, it, it like... It's not a it's not a it's not a unique phenomenon. KISS yeah. is still on their final tour, and they've sure. done it many, many times, too. The Scorpions have as well. So, Because that's where bands are making their money now. It's yep. not recording. It's, it's selling
0: but Monty tickets.
1: But Motley Crue, just real quick, brought it to a new level because they made such a point saying we would never, ever, ever do it. They signed this paper. They did all this special merchandise, and then they came back, and then it was delayed a couple years by COVID. Because Live Nation sort
0: of showed them a check with a lot of zeros on mm-hmm. it. I mean, no, I mean, we, we know yeah. why it happened. Yeah. we know. by the way, you know, follow Tyler Aki on Twitter. And um, how many games does he spend at Wrigley Field? Because he's doing his rogue jersey thing, which I I really enjoy. But it seems like he's at every homestand. He's walking around the uh, concourse at Wrigley looking for rogue jerseys. Uh, I have to ask Tyler. I'll text him. Does he have season tickets? What's going on there?
2: He does have season tickets, yes.
0: He's aiding and abetting. And you know what? Okay, I'll start. Okay. (laughs) Yesterday... My high-low, number one. Yesterday, I I suggested the number of total uh, fans attending the split doubleheader yesterday at Wrigley Field would be 65,000. Okay? Okay. Split doubleheader, Mm 65,000. Was that number high or low to the actual attendance count? I want to say that number was low. It was very low. Seventy. Seventy three thousand five hundred and eighty five. Tyler Aki idiots went out there. Seventy (laughs) three. I love Tyler. He knows that seventy
1: three thousand five hundred and eighty five. We get the spirit of which you make that comment.
0: Yeah. No, I love Tyler. But uh, now I know he has season tickets because, I mean, the rogue jerseys are always wrinkly. And I had season tickets when I was his age, too. Um, and they stumped that. Too, and and I 70s. was just going to say,
1: and they really sucked back then as well. I couldn't give the tickets away on a,
0: on a beautiful Saturday where it's like 78 degrees and sunny. And, and back then they would on a good day on a, like a really a, a holiday or something. Or if they were in third place, would get like 24,000 people. I couldn't give those tickets away free. I mean, offering people like, no, nah, I'm going to go play golf. I'm playing baseball. I'm cutting the lawn, whatever. Going to the dentist. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know, trimming my toenails that day. I'm very busy. Um, but yeah, God bless Tyler. He's sitting out there aiding and abetting the Ricketts family. Um, all right, number five. The number is five. The number did is you know five. There's, did you know there's an MLB draft tonight? We just talked about the futures game. There's the actual first round of the draft, Major League Baseball, which surprise, surprise, actually on MLB Network. So you don't have so to. So they look didn't
1: sell court. that to anybody. No. So they didn't at- sell it to like Nickelodeon or anything.
0: Nope. <laughs> You're not going to on picks. this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So it's 6 p.m. tonight. You can go to MLB Network, and, and and the Cubs are holding the seventh pick, and I believe the White Sox are 26. Yep. But the number five, the MLB.com mock draft final version, number five, is that high or low for projected uh, pitchers to go in the top 10?
1: Five going in the top 10. I would say that's low, Brian. How about this zero which as a cubs fan stopped me cold
0: uh because i do believe the cubs need pitching uh i don't you know i get the best player available and all that stuff but they do allow that the if there's a pitcher to be taken in the top 10 it would be the chicago cubs going for alabama left hander connor prelip but they're they believe that there are position players they like before they would get to the the lefty so Baseball, usually, you know, it's all about the pitching. Usually, you know, the top, you know, three of the top five
1: for sure would be pitchers. Not this year. (coughs) That's really unbelievable. Isn't it? Now, it's projected. We'll see what uh, ends up happening. But the projection is zero.
0: Zero. Unless the Cubs and it might just be one. uh, If the Cubs actually decide, you know what? We don't have much pitching. Uh, We just learned that. All right. My final high low. The number is six. The number is six. And uh, as a stark reminder, I read this in Mark Potash's piece in the Sun-Times uh, a couple of days ago. Number of Bears victories in the last 31 seasons. Postseason victories. Postseason playoff victories in the last 31 seasons. Six. High or low? Is that number high or low?
1: That number's high,
0: Brian. It is high. King four. They have four playoff wins in thirty-one seasons.
1: It's it's been a time I've I've lived through all those seasons. As have I.
0: I covered yes. a lot of them. Only yeah. three teams have fewer in that three-decade span. And who are they? I don't. Then you can guess the the awful ones. You know, okay. Where, oh yeah, it would be the, Jets. the Bears. Yeah, I mean, yeah, We're you know the Bears are, are in the subdivision of bad, so they they, <laughs> right. they all have timeshare in there. But it's just think about that. Think about that. Four in thirty-one seasons. Four wins, playoff wins. I, I know, I know. I mean, this this is why you had thirty-five quarterbacks start for them. You know, since Brett
1: Favre showed up in Green Bay, and this whatever. is and this is why people still celebrate the Super Bowl. Absolutely, eighty-five Bears are still you know making money. I mean, I <sighs> mean, in nineteen ninety-five, that drove me nuts.
0: It's crazy four playoff wins in 31 seasons. Uh I mean, you and I could run a team and stumble into four playoff wins, I would hope so. I would think so, right? Yeah, I think so. God bless. And George McCaskey will tell you that his family is the the absolute best family to run that Bears franchise into the ground. I mean, no, those were my words. Sorry.
1: Oh, he left those out?
0: Yeah, he said, remember, whenever he's asked, you know, basically are you ever going to sell? Oh, no, we're the best stalwarts of the great original franchise and blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah. Then there's that. Well, obviously, there's been enough change with the Bears this year to give us a little hope for the time being in talking to Josh Rock. In case you missed it, by the way, you can catch that on the, um, the podcast that we'll get. It's on posted. Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, off hours. Good luck finding him. Uh, okay, so we're up against break here. We come back, and we're getting out of here at 12.30. That will be the time for the pregame with Tyler Rocky. He's in for Connor McKnight. Connor's on the call today. First pitch against the Twins at one ten. as Tyler will handle the pregame, and uh, Dylan Cease will handle the pitching duties for the White Sox on the Hill against Chris Archer. He's got a losing record. Dylan's been dominant. We need to take... This game from the Twins, we do that. We're two games out, and we've got an all-star break to contend with. So we hope for the best, and you can hear all the action here on ESPN 1000. We're back in two minutes here. Xander and Hanley.